You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, this is Lucas Kirk, and you're listening to That Story Show, where a good poop story is always welcome. Hey folks, this is That Story Show where we're sharing hilarious life stories from all over the world. This is episode 255 recorded live on February 16th, 2016. I am your host, my name is James, and with me today as always is John Steinklobber. Word, uh, wait, hi. What? I Well, I think I said word last week. And oh. I'm just going to say hi. Okay, hi. And uh, Christian Sudreth. Hi. Oh, I said hi last week. Oh, I, I said Christian Sudreth last week. Oh. Uh. Change it. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Uh, pretty good. Groovy. I'm ready for do, for to do a show. We should probably do that. We should do that today. I'm very excited. It is our final. It's finally is a theme show, and it's the theme show I've been threatening to do for a while. And it's our second middle school drama theme show. So we got to play that. Every single story, other than possibly our weekly updates, obviously, our backstory, is going to be about middle schoolers. It'll be about them or even written by them. And I'm telling you, I went through the dregs of unused, in all cast, that story shows stuff that I couldn't put in any other show <laughs> because it's either not funny, it's offensive, or it's so badly <laughs> spelled that I couldn't read it otherwise. But today... It's borderline uncensored. Um, wow. Except there's no bad words. Okay. So, but it's it's about borderline. It's about close to where we're going to get. So this is testy stuff. Um, <laughs> but uh, our our last middle school drama show was 160 episodes ago. Uh, at Whoa. Episode 95. I remember it like it was last year. That's what's weird. Wow. I remember doing one. I didn't know middle school drama was that, that old. Like it's been almost since the beginning of the whole history. That was uh, awesome. That was probably, I don't know, nine, eight years ago. Christian, how old were you eight years ago? 
eight years ago, I was uh, 12, 13. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he, was, he was a middle schooler. <laughs> yes. Yay. <laughs> now he's got very much real life experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got a wife and, and, and some bar stools, and he's good to go. Three bar stools. Three. And, and six entertainment centers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, John. <laughs> Yo, what did the grape say after the elephant sat on it? Um, now jelly. <laughs> Nothing. It just let out a little whine. <laughs> I get it. I get it. John, I got a better one for you though. Oh, okay, you're gonna outdo me, huh? Yeah. How natural is this transition here? Um, <laughs> hey, John, what's orange and sounds like a parrot? Um. An orange parrot. A carrot. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try not to laugh at that, but that. Carrot. It hurts to laugh at it. It's like a that dad joke. joke. Is so stupid. <laughs> Where did you get that one? I, some, I don't know. I heard it somewhere. I I'm think sure mine won. I think mine's better than that one. The little wine thing? That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. They were both good. They were both good. Thank you, John. Thank you. Uh, I did like the wine one better, but I can't tell that to kids. Well, yeah, this is a family-friendly podcast, so I just want yeah. to do alcoholic references. Well, families know all about whining, whether they like to admit <laughs> it or not. Especially if you sit on it with an elephant. That's right. Oh, there he is. There's your elephant. It's elephant playing oh, that. That's a good one. I've always imagined that being an elephant. So it's uh, time for some backstory. Bam, right in your face. Backstory. I always imagine people are driving down the road <laughs> <laughs> and they're just maybe thinking about terrorism, say. Uh, <laughs> and they're just feeling safe. Like, nothing's ever going to happen to me. Backstory. <laughs> Swerve off the road. Oh, uh, man. Uh, save me. I used to hate it. Save me, Jeb Bush. Save me. Save so. me, Jeb. All I used right. to hate it when I would hear a horn on the radio or something. Because mm-hmm. driving through Atlanta, you know, when somebody honks at you, it's something serious, and it would scare the crap out of me every time. So I've I have multiple it. times wanted to get the iPhone sound and have it here and just press it randomly through one episode, <laughs> so people are thinking their phones ring, just really dim in the background. You know, like you'd bear, <laughs> like you'd hear it over your headphones or something, but. <laughs> haven't done it yet. That's funny. That's awesome. So I listen to a lot of rap music and there's a lot of like police sirens and guns and all that stuff. So I've, I've had some scary, you know, I fights. love rap music. <laughs> I always have. And I always will. There's no other kind of music in the world that makes me feel quite as chill. Wow. It's DC talk. DC talk back. Oh, I was going to say that was a, a good rhyme. <laughs> I love rap music. You know, it's like the first one. I know. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm oh, like man, always no. have and always will. No, you're too old. They didn't have room rap music when you were in elementary school. But to- right. Toby, Mike, and Kevin—that's right. Um, anyway, I'm going to go first because mine's important. Do I don't know if you know this about me, but it's important to establish that I am one eighth Native American. <laughs> My wife has always been intrigued by this. Wow! And she, when I started college. At a, you know, after we'd been married, she wanted to go and sign me up somehow to see if there was any 
special benefits I could get being one eighth Native American. It was it was my my great grandmother, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my great grandmother, hundred percent. My my grandma half, my mom a quarter, me an eighth, my children a sixteenth. And let me tell you, by then there ain't nothing. There's nothing. Last of the Mohicans, maybe, but nothing else. Um, so I wouldn't do it though, because I'm like out of respect for av- actual Native American people who actually have lived a life and have had to deal with the consequences and stuff like that. Um, those people need the money. I I just flatly said no. And ever since then, my wife has added this little stinger joke that she uses all the time. And she says, whenever there's anything on the TV or anything said in a, in a commercial or even the old, the, the, the Native American, the Indian guy crying because the, the trash was everywhere Pollution, in America. Yeah, yeah. Any of those things, she'll say, how does that, how does that affect you in regards to your people? So it's it's your people, she'll say, all the time, and it's it it makes me mad because I'm like I've already told you, it's not that I don't want to be associated with Seminole Indians. It's that I don't feel. I mean, if I showed up, yeah, and I'm like, hey guys, hey, I'm one of you now. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you're it, coming to take away our land, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. It, it's uh, the Winnetonka people from uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> Winnetonkin, I think. Anyway, so uh, I had to establish all that to say that um, Jen said something today, the other day, and she says, I don't want to be late. I got to go. I got to go. I, I don't want to be late like your people. <laughs> and I said, what? Oh, and I turned around horribly offended, and she says, I was talking about your kids, but that's the first time you've ever owned it. You were offended as a Native American descendant. She was so victorious. Her little tiny self. I pushed her out the door. <laughs> like your people. And I hit her with a tomahawk when she got home. So. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, like your people. I was very offended because I knew. Anyway, it's just hilarious because she didn't even mean that. She she claimed what she meant was my kids, my children in the background because <laughs> right. they were they were right there. She says I was talking about your people, your kids, but ah ha ha ha, got it, you. Yeah, so we're divorced now. No, no, <laughs> no. It was it was nice while it lasted. We couldn't quite get to twenty years in June. Mm. So, all right, who's next? I'll let you pick, Christian. I got one. So, I do too, but I'm going to let you go next. Okay, perfect. Because that's um, the kind of guy I am. You're so nice. Um, that story shows Shining Star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so cool. my best friend's wife is pregnant. Um, mm. or, well, it's not anymore. But With your best there. friend's baby? With oh. my best friend's baby. <laughs> good. So it's that's a, always good news. So Are you going to be the godfather? Um, I've seen the godfather. Um, like the movie. Uh, so what you talking about? The baby was due like nine weeks from now, um, but some some sort of medical complication has come up, and they uh, this morning rushed to the hospital to have the baby. Um, mm-hmm. Good news is everything's fine. Um, you, know, you know, baby's going to be in the hospital for a little while, but it's doing good. Um, and so I called my mom, um, who was at the hospital with them. 
and uh, she put me on speakerphone and I was talking to uh, my best friend's mom and just kind of everyone in the waiting room and you know, just trying to chat about, you know, what's been going on. And uh, as my friend Daniel uh, comes out, uh, he shows everyone a picture and you can hear all the ladies going, oh, oh, he's so beautiful. He's so, he's so tiny, you know, oh, we're so happy. We're so proud. And then it gets, you know, everyone's done. It gets kind of quiet. And then you hear Daniel go, I think he looks like a baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something you'd say. <laughs> yeah, James, James knows Daniel. So I, I've got a, a best friend who is a surprise new father nine weeks early with a baked potato baby. They do. They do look like that. They kind of unfold as after a while, but born like little old men. They look like yams, really. Yeah, he's. We were talking about, and he he was surprised (laughs) that it was uglier than he thought it would be. But I'm sure with time. I thought my baby was beautiful, and now I look at those early pictures, and I'm like, oh gosh! (laughs) Like I was showing these to everybody. I was so proud of that. What the heck? So. There's a picture of me out there somewhere when I was, you know, a newborn, and they had to—I was huge. They had to pull me out with some sort of device, so I looked like a cone head from <laughs> SNL. You're so stretched out now. <laughs> yeah, you look like a tall dude. Uh, right. One problem. Um, I thought I was your best friend, Christian. Uh, best friend that still lives in Florida. Oh, okay, okay, good. Mm. All right. You were, and then you moved. My you best were. friends are all very location based. Oh. And they're hipsters, James. I'm a hipster it's, now. No, oh, really. that's right. Sorry. Just just on my head. I have a beard and slicked palmade hair. The rest of me's unchanged. You go to gross coffee shops. I get drugged there. But I do go to a haircut Wait, place. Your, where do you buy your drugs? Huh? At CVS. Oh, okay. <laughs> You get drugged there. Oh, oh, got you. Got you. Okay. Yeah, a little, little breaking bad action. You have to go there without your desire. So you are dragged there. Yes. I'm drugged drugged there. I'm drugged there. Uh, John, it's your time. It's your time to go. You know, I was listening to your uh, stories and I thought they're way more interesting than mine. But so I'm going to, I'm just going to tell mine like as if I'm a middle schooler. Okay. Because it might make it. Uh, fit the theme of this show. Um, so I was at uh, um, school yesterday in the week when I was there, and um, <laughs> this uh, holiday is coming. It's called Easter, and people give up stuff for Lent. And I gave up Clash of Clans. Lols. <laughs> so, yeah, seriously, I, I did. I uh, I gave up video games for Lent. Oh, good. And um, and I thought. Oh, well, this is be great, you know, uh, and I'm going to do this. And, and, and I'm only like five days in. I'm like, man, couldn't I have given up something easier? To- <laughs> and I know it's, you know, I'm com- being completely uh, non-spiritual here. But, um, yeah, I gave up the games. And so I got something to uh, replace it. And you might be proud of me for this. Because, um, you know, when you give something up, you, you should take something on. So um, I, I got this book. It's called, it's called, oh, man, I just picked it up tonight. Actually, got three books. One of them is ideas. It's, it's three hundred starters for stories. Story starters. Oh, okay. Have you, have you heard of those? Um, yes. It's got like pages, and As it of starts off now. like okay. It gives you like a hey, write about something weird that happened to you when you're younger. Okay, you know stuff like that. Yeah. And then one of them is a and and you'll be proud of me for this. You know, I'm not an artist, right? Okay. But I want to be one like I, you. I know now. Okay. Well, 
um, I got this book and it's got like part of a picture in it and you finish what you think the picture might look like. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, um, I'll, 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 for I'll me. do it. Uh, not for you. For me. <laughs> um, well, it doesn't matter what I put on. It's not going to look right. So, <laughs> but I'm trying to be more creative. So yeah, John would do one in this dirty. He's feeling all guilty and everybody's like, what? I can't <laughs> even tell what it is. Can't even be offended. Oh. <laughs> now well, that so. sounds good man so tell me i thought lent I, I don't know too many protestant people that do lent i i've never done it when did it become trendy um i don't really know that it is uh oh okay i mean it's it's trendy in the liturgical churches yeah yeah uh, and i do occasionally go to um an episcopalian church for uh eucharist mm. Um, I don't know, you know which is it's basically communion. Okay, they don't serve communion in kids' church very yeah, often. That is and true. If they do, I'm the one that's doing it. So um, I go to uh, another church, and they have it every Wednesday. So, <laughs> so I've kind of like, I, I mean, I've always been intrigued by the liturgies and stuff like that. So um, it's something that I'm. This is the first year I've ever done it. I'll tell so you, um, this is in fitting with the theme of the show, of course. Um, <laughs> when you when you don't feel like praying or you can't pray. Having a set of pre-written prayers are very helpful because when you can't even think up the right words to say, having something that says it for you, I think can be a very legit way to get through those times. So hats off to that. I was always against it. I was like, you have to be free and fluid and real and blah, 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 blah. And, And then you go through a dark time like depression and you're like, I can't even pray any other way. Yeah. So there's something to it. Yeah. You got to keep the demons away somehow. The devils. So. <laughs> the devil's going to get you, man. Uh, time for this. It's time for what I lie to you, right? What I lie to you. All right. Whose turn is it? I believe that would be me again. All right. Or unless you're tired of hearing me talk. So this is a game (laughs) where John tells a story and we decide after a few questions if it's a lie or is it true? Yeah. Okay. Well, then let us get started. Uh, Was it last week we talked about roller skating? Yes. Okay. And it was actually... It was big in the 70s, but I remember it being big in the 80s because of movies. And I think somebody even posted on our – Because of what? Uh, because of movies. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because of movies. Too. Not what I heard. <laughs> um, the uh, Somebody posted something in the community about that Solar Babies movies from the 80s as well. Yeah, that's true. That was had – That no one saw. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it, but I don't remember seeing it. Well, this, uh, this is a skating story that I will be sharing with you this very evening or day or whenever it happens to be for you. Um, way back in the 80s, uh, should I tell this in a middle school voice to fit the theme? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a skating rink in uh, not too far from my house, believe it or not, and um, went there with a group of friends, probably from the church. And, uh, it, you know, it was, it was an enjoyable time. I knew how to skate some, I had learned sometime probably in the yard or I mean on my street, um, learned how to roller skate at least. <laughs> Sorry. Roller skated in the, in the yard. 
Yeah. If you can it's roller skate in the, in the grass, you can roller skate anywhere. That's right. You get the skills. And if you fall down, you don't get hurt as bad. Um, so uh, I was doing my thing around around the roller skating rink, and I was feeling pretty good about myself. You know, I didn't have to. I didn't have to hold on to the wall. Mm. Uh, they didn't have those weird little PVC gate things that you could skate around with. It was just you had to learn by falling down. Um, but I was doing good, and um, occasionally, what they would do in in the skating rink is they would call out. Uh, like certain time, like certain skate things. Like yeah. if you're if you're a girl, all the girls skate around. If you're couples, all the couples skate around. Everybody else get off so the couples can skate. They play a sweet song, you know, something by Hollow Notes probably. Um, <clears throat> and then, um, you know, and then everybody would just watch while everybody's on there. Well, our skating rink had multiple entrances and exits. And uh, I was on one side of the skating rink, and I noticed my buddy on the other side of the skating rink. And uh, I said, I want to go to where my buddy is. So I decided to skate around to the other exit instead of skating all the way around the rink because I wasn't as good on carpet as I was on the solid concrete. Um, I decided to skate, you know, get on the rink and go around. Well, they used to have these referees uh, dressed up in like a, legit referee shirt with a whistle and and thinking they were all cool and they all had big hair and everything and uh and they would like call you out if you were doing something you weren't supposed to do they basically to keep you everybody safe yeah so so i was on the skating rink i was going to skate to my buddy and i was like so proud of myself i was like i had the rhythm down and everything and all of a sudden from behind me i hear this dude with a whistle blowing he's like hey man you're not supposed to be skating right now. It's girl skating time. Are you a girl? And I was like, I feel like everybody was staring at me and laughing at me and pointing at me. And I said, no, I'm not a girl. So I um, quickly exited off the closest exit that I could find. And my buddy who was over there is like, why were you skating? It was girl skating time. (laughs) Shut up. I was trying to get over here to you. And, um, And I was embarrassed by that. So much to the point that uh, I'm afraid to go skating. Hey, <laughs> to, 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 uh, to this day. To this day. Well, this is interesting. How old were you? I, I mean, you may have said, but I didn't catch it. I I didn't say. I'm gonna say though that I was ten. Okay. So this is before middle school. So this is like elementary school drama. What were you wearing? I was wearing, uh, no, I take, I take that back sure. immediately. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I was wearing cut off jeans, man. Cause they were cool. My daughter was watching, uh, in a white star Wars, something, t-shirt. a commercial from the eighties. And she's like, Oh, the shorts. Oh my gosh. Stop it. I don't want to look. <laughs> she's seeing these guys running with these short shorts. I'm like, that's all we had until board shorts came out. You know, that's right. Oh, uh, what we I wore. probably was wearing cutoff shorts or maybe jeans. We cut off cutoff t-shirt and short shorts, man. That's the way yep. it was. And you and then you didn't even think about it being with short shorts. But anyway, your thing here is totally different. I remember that. I remember skating, and I think skating is probably the pro- the cause of all the problems that we have in America with you know segregation and and women's issues <laughs> and men's issues. We learned them right there in the skating rink, you know? All right, girls, everybody is a girl in the skating rink. And then, you know, somebody like you could have a real, 
uh, moment there where you're questioning your own masculinity, you know, yeah. did I get on this course because I, I truly want to be a female or was it just <laughs> an accident? I don't know. I mean, when every time I answered the phone at home, they thought I was my mom. That's Maybe true. I was just trying to, it's rough. It's a rough time. 10 to <coughs> 10 to 13. Um, I'm going to say, Oh, I'm going to say, I believe it hundred percent. Oh, for the first time, we disagree. I think you're lying. <laughs> oh. Because the at every roller rink I've ever been to, the DJ, which is a loose term, yeah. is, too far, is too far away for you to shout back at him. So, Oh, well, then. I don't imagine little John shouting at him from that far. No. I I would not have shouted at the DJ, but I would have shouted at the referee that was trying yes. to keep everybody in line that blew the whistle at me with the big hair. Wait, so you, there's a ref? Okay, there were I referees. Yeah, yeah, the referee. They skate around. They're allowed on the the rink. The in whole the middle, time. in the middle, they can go to oh, the yeah. middle where the people that skate backwards go. Yeah, so I think <laughs> I think you've both, you know, teamed up to make me believe that the referees. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well, Liar. I'm, I'm calling this is true story. Yay! No. I needed true. that today. It really happened. And and Christian, here's here's an interesting fact that you might want to know about this skating rink. It's in Longwood, Florida, which you've probably heard of. Maybe, hopefully, that's where I used to live when I was a kid. And that skating rink is now a church. <gasps> it's it's a um, big um, church. It's a mega church. It's Joel Hunter's church. Oh, yeah. You've heard of him, right? I have. It's Northland Community Church. And the, and the skating rink is their old sanctuary, which is awesome because I used to skate in it. <laughs> Bunch of holy rollers. <laughs> Wait, so is all that true or were you just trying to say holy roller? No, it was, that was all true too. <laughs> that was all okay, the whole perfect. thing. I mean, I'm not that intelligent. Come on. <laughs> He's planned it for weeks. <laughs> All right. Um, it's time for our quiz game, so let's do it. Woo! Oh, man. Is this uh, a new segment? Um, yeah, it sure is. I don't is. think we do anything called quiz game. Yeah, what What do you call it? Did I refuse I think, to I call it? I think everyone calls it quiz knows because <laughs> we, we quiz what you know. Oh, it hurts so bad. <laughs> Every right, answer guys. must be responded to in a middle school behavior. <laughs> All right, perfect. I'm not going to read him middle school to you, but you can definitely respond. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I want. Yeah, let's 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 do three if we can. Right, we, we got, got lots three. of content to get to. Okay. Perfect. All right. Which of these items was invented first? So Your read, mom. <laughs> I read four <laughs> items, and you tell me which one is the oldest. Option okay. A, my mom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. So, which was invented first? A, the Barbie. B, the Slinky. C, the Frisbee. Or D, the Rubik's Cube. Frisbee. Um, the uh, Slinky. John is correct because he was alive during that oh. time. The slinky was invented first <laughs> Dang it. in 1943. Slinky, slinky. Oh, what a wonderful toy. But Frisbee was next. 
It, they were pie plates. Yep, and they but frisbee was invented in 1957. Oh, whatever. They were long, they were being used way before that. Anyway, and bitter. that's because you could buy a pie plate for five cents and then sell it as a flying disc for twenty five cents. Oh, so I did a lot of frisbee research on this one. Bless you, son. Bless you. All right, who is the first Disney princess? There are five options. Ooh. Option one, James Kennison. Yay! <laughs> to Snow I'm White. Listening for the one I love to find me today. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so we got James, Snow White, Aurora, Pocahontas, or Cinderella. Snow White. Snow White. First feature length animated film. Okay, well, you guys know your Disney princesses, I guess. Well, we did that quiz that time, remember? Yeah, but you were both Mulan. I know, but she was an option. <laughs> we could have been. You were both Mulan. <laughs> I even sang a song from Snow White, so. Well, we're yeah, proud of you. You get. You should get a bonus point for that. So it's one to one to zero. Okay. All right. Here's the, the next and final question. What does defenestrate mean? Whoa. Ooh. It means okay. that you're definitely straight. Can you Perfect. use it in a sentence? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have to. I probably right. know if you give so, me the answers. So A, to break a finger. <laughs> B, to lie under oath. <laughs> C, <laughs> to intentionally spread a disease. Pregnant. Pause. <laughs> D, D to throw out a window. Oh. Oh. I'm going to say to throw out a window because you would be tempted to do that because of the story that we did a couple of weeks ago or whatever. I don't even care. Let's throw out um, a window. Defenestrate. Defenestrate. I, uh, I think it's the throw out the window thing too. Oh, look at that. Tie game. Yay! <laughs> two to two. Do you guys want to do one more really quick? To All right, yeah, finish yeah. It off? All right. Which of the following presidents was the shortest? These are United States presidents. Uh, like as far as height goes? As That's the only type of shortest I know. Well, like shortest in office. I, you could have gone there. Well, uh, he, he was sh- Garfield. shortest when he was in office, but I'm talking about height. Okay. Okay. Um, Got you. Um, Got you. Millard Fillmore, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> William Howard Taft, or James Madison. Same again, real quick. Mm-hmm. Millard Fillmore, Abraham Lincoln, William Howard Taft, or James Madison. Taft. He was fat. He got so fat, he got stuck in his bathtub. Uh, Madison. James Madison. And John takes the lead. Whatever. James Madison. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, none of you said Abraham Lincoln because he was the (laughs) tallest. With his hat off or or on? I don't know. Don't be a nerd. (laughs) James Madison was 5'4". 5'4". Well, good. Because now it's time for featured stories. And our featured stories are middle school drama. So let's jump into it. I'm going to give you the perfect example of the kind of 
uh, entertainment that you can expect for the next whatever it is. Vaughn sent the following right before the show, and it was so tasty. I just had to put it in as the first thing. Here we go. I wanted to send in a story, so I sent this in. (laughs) Yeah. When I was a baby, period. I pooped a lot, period. A lot, period. I mean, a lot, period. Anyway, (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking, but I sped, I spread, I sped poop all over the crib. It was totally disgusting. Exclamation points. (laughs) I had this idea to write some, period. But I in B U T T, see a little thing he did there. I see what you <laughs> did. But I had no things to write with, so poopy. So I mad a log and smeared it all over <laughs> because be mad a log because little babies don't spiel. I don't know. Well, so my mom walks in, sees me. Horrified that she was. That's a great sentence. She yelled at my dad's name, who we'll call Zebra for the sake of randomness and tradition. Because we have a fine tradition of calling dad Zebra here on the show. Mm-hmm. So he came to help my mom and shook. He said, holy crap. <laughs> In parentheses, literally, am I right? R-I-T-E. Anyway, just wanted to send something in. Ill send more. Hope you enjoy. James, John, and Pastor's Kid. Have a good day, Vaughn. Mm. <laughs> Vaughn. I love that Pastor's Kid part. Who's that? I'll send you his home address later and you can Please do. deal with him. <laughs> and show you what a PK is all about. Connor sends this in, and this is the other extreme that you can expect. Sean, I, I'm going to like bookshelf it right there, these book r- holders or whatever on each side. Here we go. Um, hey, guys. So my baby cousin passed away. Oh. I know, right? It's horrible. I've never had a story start this way before. Whoa. I know. It's dark right off the How, top. That's, man. This is the other extreme extenuating thing if we can get through these we the rest of them are cake here we go so so guys my baby cousin passed away this is a funny story by the way that's going to get funny apparently and it starts with that statement and my family went to the funeral when we were up there my mom wanted to help plan stuff so my father decided to take us kids to the park as we walked me and my siblings ran ahead while my dad stayed back with my grandma As they walked, my grandma wanted to make sure all the kids were there. Of course, my dad, being funny guy he was, went to one of his go-to jokes and said, Nah, I have four kids. It's okay if I lose one. Oh, no. This he said to my grandma, who had just lost one of her grandchildren. The second my dad said it, he regretted it. Thanks for reading my story. John is an idiot. Connor. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Wait a second. He called me an idiot? That's exactly what he said. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't think they actually know (laughs) who they're talking to because half the time they'll they'll be like, I love the way John laughs. He just gets so grossed out by stuff and his laugh turns really high. And I'm like, they're talking about me. (laughs) You know, just tell James or John he's so funny. So that's why you don't get a lot of forwards. 
All right, so this is from Fenton. <laughs> I don't get any forward. This could be Fenton that I met in Ireland. I don't know, but he is. Uh, he's That's a, the only one we know of. Yeah. So, hey guys, this is Fenton Swift. No, it's not the same one. And I stated, I stated listening to your podcast in June when we were moving, and my dad and I turned on your show. I haven't stopped talking about school buses since. I heard you were one in middle school dramas, so I have one from when I was in sixth grade. Insert middle school drama sound. We do what we're told here on the show. I was in sixth grade and had just been cast as Donkey in our middle school musical of Shrek. Since I was cast, my mom felt the need to call me an A word. Oh, so we were in. (laughs) He spelled it out. I just I changed it. (laughs) So so we were in English arts arts class, and I was using Google Docs with my friend. I was telling her about why I was being called an A word. My teacher then told me to quieten down, so I typed up what I was trying to tell her and showed her. My teacher then started to walk around the classroom and saw that word and took it the wrong way. <laughs> Cause, okay. Because that's the only other option. She pulled me outside, and I had to explain to her. Being the forgiven teacher she was, forgiven, uh, she let me off. Thanks, guys, for a great story. Hopes this gets on the show. Fenton. <laughs> She called me the A word. Oh, yeah. Moms are funny like that. Yeah, th- that word is is interesting because it is like the only cuss word you hear your pastors say in church. If they use KJV, that is. <laughs> and they snicker every and, time. Oh, the, the youth all sitting to the left there and they're all. Yeah, it's and funny. some of the adults too, like if it's me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'll never forget my pastor right in front of a whole congregation full of people. His wife goes to play the piano and nothing's, nothing's coming out of the microphone. And he says, uh, uh, brother John in the back, uh, would you mind turning my wife on? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he came to me, the pastor came to me afterwards. And he's like, James, um, some people told me that this, you know, cause he's from Jamaica. He's a, a white Jamaican dude. He's like, he didn't know. He says, did, uh, did you take it this way? You know, and I, oh no, absolutely not. Those people are dirty-minded freaks. <laughs> I am too spiritual to yes. understand what you are even saying. Absolutely. So, all right, this is a great one. This is from Ethan Nicole of all people, uh, creator of Axe Cop and Whoa. writer of uh, uh, what is it? Veggie Tales in the House, right? And Bear Mageddon, season one and two. Uh, so here it is. He, he actually sent a photo of this. This is a note or a, a assignment that he had to write this story for class. So I think it was sixth grade. Yeah. Okay. It's sixth grade. It's called an awful day. Wednesday. <laughs> I was most embarrassed when I tried to kick someone at school in fifth grade and slipped and fell backwards into a mud puddle. <laughs> the reason I tried to kick this person was because he was telling the whole H-O-L-E, school that I had a crush on blank blank. But this year, I liked someone else. But it was her fault that, she, that he found out because she had written me back a letter saying no way and handed me the letter right in front of him. And he took the letter and ran off showing it to everybody. So I got oh. mad that I tried to kick him, but I lost my balance and fell backwards into a huge mud puddle. During lunch recess, I had to go through the rest of the day like that. 
I had totally brown pants <laughs> and the whole back of my shirt was brown. It was an awful day that day, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is from the past. He said this was written in 1991. That's the year I graduated high school. Wow. He's a youngie. Can't help it. Oh. So he, he actually wrote that. Yeah. Took a picture of it and sent it to you. Yeah, he, he translated it or transcribed it for me, but he That's left awesome. all of the uh, misspelled parts. So it was pretty awesome. That's he um he sent me something else. Let me see if I got it here. Ethan, Nicole. He he sent me two things, and I didn't for some reason put the other one in there. Oh, because it was a different theme. But I'll I'll read it just for fun. Um, it's it's a poem that that was at the bottom <laughs> of that story and so here it is poem one dark night under my bed i heard a creepy noise it sounded like laughter and ripping up claws and other sounds that did not give me joy i began to sweat the drips dribbled down to the floor then i heard slurping and sipping and gulping and more ugly sounds galore. When I looked down, I saw two glowing eyes and then I began to scream. I think I lost the rhyme somewhere. I rolled out of bed. (laughs) Then I felt dead when it ripped out all of my stomach cream. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Stomach cream. And then I looked to see if I had stomach cream. I looked under my bed. Um, no, it was just me, I think is what it says. It kind of crops out at the bottom. But stomach cream, hmm. that's a that's, that's a fantastical thing. I, I just, ugh. do you have stomach cream? After I eat, drink milk. My, my, no, my, yeah. my wife, when she was pregnant, used this vitamin E <laughs> thing or something on her stomach. But uh, I think he's talking about inside, and that's pretty gross. This hmm. is from Ava. Ava says, hi, Christian, James, and John. I I like the order there. Yeah. I love this show, and I am super happy about the reboot. I have a story that is somewhat of a middle school drama. In eighth grade, I was assigned to a math teacher who who, who kind of had this not-all-the-way-there vibe. That was hard. I made it, though. On the first day of class, she was reviewing how to find the volume of rectangular prisms. Okay, I'm too stupid to read this. When she told us how to draw a cereal box on her paper. It was a little weird, but I assumed it had to do with the math problem. And she said, all right, everyone, name your cereal box. And then she proceeded to draw a cereal box on the whiteboard and wrote on it, big mix. Everybody now add a picture to your box. She said, and then began to draw a lion on the box. And then after bursting into hysterical laughter, she erased the lion and drew a snake. While everyone in the class kind of looked at each other like, what the heck? Uh She continued the lesson. Toward the middle of the lesson, she steps away from the whiteboard and sits on her desk. Sounding like she was about to tell the funniest joke ever, she asked the class, do you guys want to know why I named my box Cereal Mix? Then through stifled laughter, she said, because in college, they called me that because I could do all the animal sounds. She burst into hysterical laughter and said to the class, everyone, make your animal noises. While the odd kids mooed and meowed 
All the other kids in the class stared in disbelief. Ava. Yeah. Well, they, they, she said it was not at all of their vibe. So it reminds me of a story. I would think it was second grade. And our teacher had this skirt. It was like a wrap skirt, I guess. I don't know what they call it. But it had a seam, you know, in the back where they kind of met together. And she was writing on the chalkboard and she leaned, she kind of stepped sideways and her her chair caught in that seam and, and basically like a curtain kind of lifted to the side <laughs> the entire backside of her skirt and we saw her underwear there. <laughs> and and uh, all of us, every oh, one geez. of us kind of just tensed up and we and we all looked at each other it wasn't like 20 Gasp. of us in there it went from the bad kid all the way to the teacher's pet we were all like this is silently instantly we're like this is a secret we take to our grave <laughs> 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 we never told her and it never happened again but uh oh we were terrified we're like you know we're gonna get busted we, we thought we'd get in trouble you know hey ma'am excuse me we just saw your underwear I mean, how would you describe how would everyone you got a you know your punishment you have to write a term paper on my You're going to jail all of you <laughs> you're going to kid jail so yeah that was not middle school but still still a good story ruben says when i was about 10 a friend of mine thought it would be super cool to smash rocks on the pavement so we began searching for large rocks rocks <laughs> That's the name of my next podcast, Large Rocks with Ruben. <laughs> About 10 minutes into this wonderful quote-unquote game, I found this giant rock and picked it up. I carried it over to where me and my friend were slamming the rocks on the pavement. Are you sure? You know what you're doing? Could you state it one more time? We were smashing rocks on the pavement. Before I had a chance to throw in throw it the rock crumbled suddenly in my hand then i noticed it wasn't a rock it was actually exclamation point a giant piece of dog poop (laughs) yay i ran home and washed my hands hope it made you guys laugh ruben p.s let me know if this makes it on the show (laughs) it made it ruben it made it it. so did your poopy hands (laughs) cut your hand off (laughs) <laughs> smashing rocks it's got to be those those semi not really rocks that you get yeah, like dirt clods yeah when when if pe- you throw at people <laughs> and watch them <laughs> that's a good euphemism for having to poop smashing rocks, smashing yeah, rocks. Smashing rocks. large rocks it's <laughs> even better than on the pavement i gotta go smash some large rocks <laughs> <laughs> it's got to flow. Make sure you wash your hands, Ruben. <laughs> Hope everything comes out all right. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> the things you think to say and don't. You know, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, Jared in Louisiana says, "Hello, that story show. This story comes from my days in middle school, so I will attempt to enter it in that mindset." I always like these. So, one time. On a way back from amusement park, I was talking way too much and was getting on my dad's nerves. Smiley. So he promised me five bucks if I didn't talk the whole way home. All caps. That was like three full hours. (laughs) For five bucks. Yeah. 
To pass the time, I dreamed of all the things I would get with the $5. <laughs> but I guess I feel all that dr- dreaming actually made me start to dream because next thing I knew we were home and I had fallen asleep. <laughs> Why didn't you fall asleep before you got home? Anyway, lols. Since <laughs> I forgot to put that in. So lols. <laughs> Random lols. Since I hadn't talked the entire way home, mom made dad pay me even though he didn't think that falling asleep was right. It was like cheating. I guess. You cheated. But who cares? Because I got five bucks. Ha, 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 ha. Next time, dad is sure to say no going to sleep. Non, <laughs> he says non-middle school me now. Uh, I really enjoy the podcast. Keep up the great work. Hope you like the story, Jared, in Louisiana. <laughs> Absolutely. That doubt that was a good story. <laughs> I guarantee. I've got a thing like that. We were driving to Washington, D.C., and it was the worst vacation. It was the only really big family vacation we ever went on, and also the worst. It was it was like vacation, the movie, in, in many ways, because we had all these stops on the way, and we were in a Chevette, which... Um, it had two nice. seats, and then it had a back seat that folded down, and there was a big pallet, and we all five of us kids just sat on this. And this, the the roof was not – it was high enough where you could sit up, but your legs had to be straight, or you had to lay all the way down to you know extend yourself. It was very uncomfortable. Five kids in this thing. Oh, it was horrible. Mm. But there's one part of the journey that I've always wondered about because I saw this huge, giant cathedral. It was so tall, and there was nothing else around it, and it was so big that it seemed like it was leaning over the top of the the highway. And I just accepted it as real, and now I'm like, that was probably a dream because – Seem like I could do some research on the on ninety five and giant, you know, huh. churches that exist in the middle of nowhere. But um, anyway, I think that was the same trip I saw the black jet too. <laughs> I told Did you feel like this sudden urge to buy the catcher in the rye too? Oh, sorry, that's a reference to a movie that had black helicopters and oh, Mel Gibson was in it. And oh, sorry, it's okay, it's all right. I was it really it. you really saw a black jet? Yeah. Yeah. Or I think I know what you're talking about. It was an old story. I told it on the show where uh I set my sister up for this big secret that I didn't keep in for years and then I was like, It's a black I saw a black jet. She's very mad at me. Anyway, look it up. Black jet. It's in the black jet. archive somewhere. I'm gonna have to check that one out too. Jacob writes, Dear James and John. Oh. I have not listened to the show in a while. Really? <laughs> I'm going to take my headphones off. Yeah, yeah, you weren't addressed in this, Christian. You might, you might not should listen to it. I have not listened to the show in a while, but I thought I should send this in. Last summer, my school had an end-of-the-year field trip to an amusement park. I was with my friend Dylan, who is deaf, and now my ex-girlfriend. We were at a concessions, and Dylan wanted a soda. He told me he wanted... What he wanted, and after that, I told him, just go get it. Only after I signed did I remember he is deaf and he cannot do that. Let's, <laughs> let's just say it was awkward. But I did get the soda for him, and he didn't seem to care. Thanks, love the show, Jacob. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's a mean friend. Just go get it. <laughs> go get it, you weirdo. You don't have to hear them repeat your order back. Just go get it. Uh, well, how was he going to communicate, though? 
You know, he's he can't speak. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so it's like I want a I want a Mr. Pib. Oh boy, do they even make those anymore? Yeah. Okay. It's called Pib Extra. Oh yeah, Mr. Pib. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Sounds like what? a guy that would hang out at a at a park <laughs> at a playground. <laughs> yeah. Like, Who what's your name? My name. Hey Mr. there, kids. I'm Mr. Pib. He's a big fat guy. <laughs> anyway. uh... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you're deaf, you can't order apparently your own soda, and you need friends. And um, Jacob was not that friend, not a good mm. friend. Uh, remember, folks, if you have a deaf friend, help them, help them with their soda. <laughs> Gavin writes, "Hey James and John, or whoever. My name is Gavin, and I am 11. I have a <sighs> creepy question mark, weird question mark story for you." So I was in class the other day, middle school, and I walk in as one of the first people there. Pretty normal. As I go to my lo- out to my locker, I notice one or two people walking in. I will say, though it was not just two people. When I got back <laughs> in, almost the whole class was there. <laughs> and that's not even the creepy part. <laughs> As I walk in, I notice my teacher wasn't there. Ooh! <laughs> Madness! People came into my class! My teacher isn't there yet! Middle school drama! Anyway, <laughs> my teacher wasn't there. Well, I needed to ask her a question, so I went back out to the hall looking for her as I did not find her and I did not want to get in trouble. I walked back into the classroom, and when I got back, though there was no one there except for my teacher! It's not the weirdest thing that's ever happened, but it's kind of creepy. Hope you guys liked it or hope you made you guys laugh left a little bit. Your newest listener, Gavin. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I don't know how I'm going to sleep at night. It's so, so creepy. Let me recap. So he was early. Nobody's yes. in the room. Nobody. He steps out, goes to his locker, comes back. All the students are in the room, yeah. but not the teacher. Yeah. He leaves again. Comes he comes back. back. The teacher's in the room, and then none of the students are. She ate them. She ate every yeah, one of them. I think that's it. Jesus. Get in my belly. <laughs> or either she's either there, she's a Dalek, and she just zapped them all. Dalek. A Dalek. Exterminate. So, yes. Uh, Gavin, Gavin, thanks for sending that in, man. If you ever get freaked out for real, we'd love to hear that, too. Um, yeah, except record it. That's, that's what we got right there. So it's time for One for the Web. And this is a um, middle school story uh, written by a grown-up. So it's called. It's from a guy that's calling himself Liberal Hippie King, and it's called Walt Disney's Sword and the Kidney Stone. <laughs> that's got a good title. I like the title, yeah. I think I've got the creme de la creme. When I was 12, my family took a trip to Disney World, not land. The mm. first day there, we did the usual rides, food, <clears throat> etc. Tower of Terror is the crap. While waiting in line for the great movie ride, that is not in Disney World, by the way. That is in um, what they used to call MGM Studios. Now it's called Hollywood Studios. But it's great. It's an old ride. Um, He says, I started getting a little groin pain. A little. 
There's just a little groin pain. Groin or growing? Groin. G-R-O-I-N. Groin. Groin pain. At first, I thought it was just really, I just really needed to pee or something. Oh, how young, how naive, and how wrong I was. The pain started getting worse and worse and moved from my groin to my flank. I should have looked up what a flank was before I read it on the show. But the side? Yeah, maybe so. So by the time we got on the ride, I was about six. Oh, I was about a six on the pain scale. That's what he's saying. By the time we passed Indiana Jones in the ride, I was in agony. It got so bad, I started screaming. And then I realized, holy crap, I'm passing a kidney stone in the middle of a ride at Disney World. Oh, man. I threw up. Not on anyone, thank God. Some fellow passengers got me a bag. An attendant came out of nowhere and ran with me past John Wayne and got me to a door right behind where Rick Blaine and Elsa are saying they're touching and tragic goodbye. I know right where that is. And I got to the bathroom. My pee was as red as a rose. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Appropriate analogy since it felt like my kidney was resting on a bed of thorns. They called an ambulance for me. They gave me nitrous since by then I had thrown up so much my fluids and my veins were wound tight enough to snap. They even had Eeyore come in to see me off and say goodbye, which is especially troubling to someone in agony tripping on nitrous. (laughs) The sword and the kidney stone. So he was was in middle school passing a kidney stone? I guess. 12 years old, he says. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That made me hurt all in weird places. I haven't had that experience. Uh, Anybody here? No. No. What causes that crap? Is it natural occurrences there? Or is it your eating habits or your kidney? I think it's a little bit. Is it Disney oh, World? Both. It's, it's calcium. Disney. Yeah. So you, if you drink a ton of milk, there's a problem. Or there's a chance it could happen. Okay. But it's especially more likely if you drink something that is um, high in acidity. Is that right? Like uh, like if you drink like a lot of sweet tea ah. and stuff, it kind of calcifies in your kidneys. and. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun. That's for darn okay. sure. Oh, yeah. Does I don't know for fun. sure. No, no. Oh, oh. Peat blood. <laughs> <laughs> a oh. red rose. I thought of the I thought of uh Beauty and the Beast with the red yeah. rose. <laughs> the petals were falling yeah. off the rose. <laughs> That's cool though that I've heard of that before um in the rides that uh, if there's emergencies, I mean there's like people all throughout this thing watching you in the dark places, you know. And uh uh, like like we were on um, we were on the the Pedway people Segway Segway people mover there the Pedway people mover uh, yes you're right not Segway that's that's later uh, but we were riding through that and we went through the tunnel and one of my kids wanted to sit in there because it was scary and they shifted and right there speakers over our head that was following us said you people need to sit down and stay there thank you thanks so much Mickey hates you now so <laughs> it was scary. have a magical day. Yeah, and and another time we were in the big uh, Epcot Center ball thing. It's called Spaceship Earth, if you didn't yes. know. And you go in there, and you're going through the only what a, the only part that a kid could see is scary, and that thing is really where the uh, the the cavemen 
are are there and they're fighting a mammoth and then they're telling stories because the whole thing's about communication. And right. uh, we stopped in that ride for about 20 uh-huh. minutes while Whoa. all of the sound effects are wailing and blaring and mammoths are freaking out and dudes are telling stories. I hope no cavemen listen to the show and get offended. But uh, <laughs> my son was terrified. Absolutely. They were in the other cart next to us because we just like, oh, they're big enough. They can be in the front. Me and Jen hold hands, you know, in the dark. It'd be cute. And uh, luckily we were sideways and we could see him. And, and he was just like, the whole time. And they could have turned down the noise, but they didn't. Nah, they wanted you to be scared. At Jurassic Park, the ride. There's a giant T-Rex at the end. Spoiler. Oh. And we got stopped right in front of his butt, and he kept going through his little loop. And eventually they stopped him. And uh, <laughs> it was kind of cool. But anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening uh, to our theme. We have others that we'd like to do. We're still looking for stories from non-Americans. And I uh, just put hashtag not American in there. We're getting some great ones from some Canadians. Uh, but we'd love uh, love more diversity. This is worldwide. I know you guys are out there, you English people, you Australian people, you Korean people. I know you're out there speaking English as a second language, and you could help hook, hook us up. Another one we're wanting to do is, is think about stories. I, I'm going to start doing, like John said, there was a story starter idea. Here are some story starter ideas. Um, do you have any stories that have to do with your birthday? or a birthday party that you've been to, or you've mm. taken your kids to. Second idea, driving. Do you have any stories about things that have happened to you on the road? Frustrating things, LBBs, anything like that. Anything that'll get a chuckle uh, and you don't mind getting mocked playfully. Uh, send those things to james <laughs> at nlcast.com. Because if we're not picking on you, it means we don't like you. That's how we do it here. So thank you to all you middle schoolers present and uh, past. Uh, We appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And if you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us via Patreon, uh, which will unlock various benefits like bonus audio content every single week. Um, There's even different levels and you can jump online with us with me, John and Christian and and chat with us and that kind of stuff. There's all kinds of things. Visit thatstoryshow.com slash donate today new patrons from this week were nathan uh la, 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 oh gosh he's gonna pull his funding nathan le le liberte and are you serious yeah i know that guy oh really yeah holy crap yeah that's awesome that he's listening oh fellow fcfer and he's and he's you know donating and then flailing munchies up to his support so thank you so much appreciate that and patrons, remember to pick up your bonus audio at patreon.com slash that story show. Patreon. That's it right there. I guess that's it for us. Uh, John, Christian, thanks so much. Why, well, um, thank you. Uh, visit us online at thatstoryshow.com where you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Join the NLCast Network community on Facebook. It's great. It's awesome. It's fun. Give us a review on iTunes or wherever you found us. And thanks to our Patreon backers. Ron Gobers for our theme music, our spouses for letting us record, our story contributors, and everyone who listens. And remember, if you have a funny life story and nobody's listening and you're a middle schooler, there's a place for it right here on That Story Show. So, do you know why I always say 
thanks Rob Gobers for our theme music. Have you ever wondered that? Tell us. I'm, I'm, I know why. I'm obligated. Rob Gobers is a genius organist and musician, and he is so above what we could ever have afforded. And he made this for us years back. And his only request was, "You will thank me on every show." And so, or, or, or mention me on every show, and I turned it into a thank you. So that's Rob Gobers. He's awesome. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, John. Thanks, Christian. Thanks, you guys. Peace.